Hello everyone, welcome to Toonami Therapy. Today on December 30th of 2022, our last podcast of the year, although it'll probably go up in 2023. I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And I wonder how many times next year I'm going to start out the beginning thing where I give the date and I goof up and say 2022 instead of 2023. Mm. It's a thing that always happens. Anyway, um... This ta- episode, we actually, because last episode we said, well, there's no Toonami to talk about. Today, we do have Toonami to talk about because we're giving our rankings of all the 19 uh, shows that we, well, watched enough of this year to rank. Mm-hmm. So, in case you're curious, well, you'll hear them, but I'll just go through them super quick so that you know, so that people know what we watch and more importantly, what we watched of those, because we're really only counting what we saw this year. So we had Season 1 of Ascendance of a Bookworm, Season 2 of Assassination Classroom, Season 4, Part 2 of Attack on Titan, uh, Birdie Wing, I don't know if it's technically Season 1 or Core 1 or Part 1, but everything up until this point, Bo 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 was 1 to 22, 33 to 38, that was a kind of weird one, but yeah. Uh, Fate Stay Night, Unlimited Blade Works, Housing Complex C, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean 1 until whatever number we were on. Kaguya-sama, Love is War Season 3, Loop on the Third Part 6, Licorice Recoil, Made in Abyss, first episode up until the most recent one we watched, midway through Season 2 plus a movie, One Piece, 517 to 599, we stopped just short of 600. <laughs> um, Primal and... Rent-A-Girlfriend Season 1, Shenmue the Animation, Spy Family, up until the stuff we just watched, we're near the end of Season 2. Uh, today's menu for the Emya Family, we, I think we both ended up watching the whole series, even though yeah. some of it was not up for, we discussed on the podcast. And Yashihime Season 2, up until, um, well, where we are right now on Toonami. Okay, so... Um, yeah, that's all the stuff we've got there. Um, and since some of these series are near the end, but we didn't want to, like, you know, wait until next year to do it, we'll probably, like, you know, in a month and a half, when, you know, Made in Abyss and Yashihime are done, we might say, hey, based on, you know, those episodes, we'll bring it up or down or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh. Your chair is a little noisy today. Uh, that was just oh. just one time. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. No, 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 no. Is is well, it's fine. It's the usual thing. I just it just was a little no more noticeable this time. Anyway, so we're going to be going through them. We each of us have ranked them from best to worst, and we'll be taking turns going through um, these. And um, yeah, so. We'll just go, we'll just, you'll start and give your lowest, I'll give my lowest, and you'll give your second lowest, I'll give your second lowest, and then we'll go on until the end. Yeah. All right, do you want to get started, or do you have anything you want to say first? Well, first I want to say that I am ranking these in tiers. So, the top tier is called The Best. (laughs) There are three shows in the best category. Then comes excellent category, three shows there. Then above average, two shows there. 
average five shows, not so good shows, four shows, and <laughs> at the bottom, shows I actively hate, and there are only two of those. <laughs> so, um, shows I actively hate are ones that not only are not good, but they make me angry just thinking of them. So, um, so we'll, we'll begin with one of those shows I actively hate. Last place is Attack on Titan. Now, uh, oh, wow. I could, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I completely guessed wrong on your last. Sorry. Keep going. I shouldn't yeah. have interrupted. Nope. Oh, no, 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 that's okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, but Attack on Titan, I had to go back and read over the Wikipedia uh, descriptions of the episodes because it's been so long. And just reading the descriptions, I I can figure out why I was so angry about this. So it, it, it was just nonsense. And not only was it nonsense, it was over-the-top emotional things. And Jaeger completely losing his mind and not acting like the guy who had been in the first three seasons of the show. Uh, yeah, this this uh, this part of the final season just made me hate Attack on Titan much more than I ever have before. Like. At least I was like, okay, I watched it. I don't like it. I think it sucks. But but now I I absolutely hate Attack on Titan. So it is it is down there at the bottom. And unfortunately, they dragged it out. So now we have to watch part three of this. And who knows, maybe it'll redeem the series a little bit, kind of like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood did. Or maybe it'll just make me hate it even more, which is much more likely. But having read the manga, I can say, um, depending on what ending they go with, because the manga, the final chapter came out and it had an ending. You, you know, like it ended a particular way. <clears throat> then they like had an extended version of that. I think it was, I don't know if it was in the volume it was released or something else, that just kind of, like, reversed everything about the ending. <laughs> and uh, and depending on which, whether they have that reversal or not, that might very much, I can't say it's, like, what you would think of the ending, because it will depend on which one they do. <laughs> like, remember how everyone made the joke about how in Return of the King, there were, like, six, the movie, there were, like, six different yeah. endings? Yeah, yeah. It, Attack on Titan is kind of like that, except at least Return of the King didn't, you know, say, like, reverse its ending. It didn't, like, you know, say, <laughs> okay, so here's all the stuff, there's an ending. Now, the next ending is the exact opposite. It was just like, well, we just keep going. So it's like a visual novel where you have a bad ending, and then you get the good ending. <laughs> yeah, so Attack on Titan, bottom of the list for this year. And um, I have the sinking feeling it's going to be bottom of the list next year, too. So we'll see, though. <clears throat> so for me, um, 
I guess I'll move on. So yeah. for me, bottom number 19 is <clears throat> housing complex C. Because, so when I look at it objectively, if I compare this to the show just above it, because these two it, were kind of almost in contention, was was thinking, okay, you know, I arguably got more enjoyment out of Housing Complex C, but it was entirely ironic enjoyment. Mm -hmm. It was all about that final episode where it spends about half of it with one character just giving a monologue of all the exposition they realized they suddenly had to cram in and all the other insane things that happened. But I was thinking, okay, but how do I judge that sort of thing on a... Um, on like a list like there's plenty of movies for example that i would say are objectively speaking better than the room but are much less interesting to watch because the room is such a fascinatingly bad movie it's hilarious mm -hmm. um and so i ultimately decided i just got to go at least try a little more on objective quality and not count ironic quality which is why housing complex c ends at the bottom it was just not a very good series. It it dragged stuff out and then it rushed everything at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but I will always just remember that final episode. But yeah, so that's what got last place for me. Okay, so we move on to number eighteen, second to last. This is the other show that I actively hate, and it is today's menu for the Emia family. And um, it could be summed up in one word, boring. I mean, this was about as boring as any show I've ever seen. And uh, it took the fake characters and managed to make such great characters so much worse than they actually are whether well, they're not bad at all they're great characters and instead these characters are just dull and um i i just began to hate this show because all it seemed to be is like a cooking uh thing but there's no food wars so uh we don't have any competition going on like we could if it was food wars speaking of which we didn't get food wars season five this year that's kind of disappointing uh hopefully we get it next year um but yeah today's mini for the mef family made me hate this and because for me it was ruining fate for me because i love fate <laughs> but this this is not fate i refuse to consider this canon i refuse to consider this part of the fate series it's just awful okay so number 18 for me today's menu for the emia family mm -hmm. um so I think despite putting in the same slot, I liked this more than you did. It's this show had some bits that were I liked. I liked seeing some like characters, the fake characters, being more 
not killing each other environments. Um, because a lot of them are likable, even some of like the, the more bad ones. I, I don't know where I saw it, but there's this little image I saw about this where it's saying, if you're wondering why I like seeing the characters like this, and it just shows some screenshot of them, I don't know, all eating, whatever. It says, it's because they usually look like this, and then it shows some pictures from the actual series where those characters have been brutally murdered. And I, I like that. It was, it was, to me, that idea I really liked. And there were some bits I liked when it was doing that. The problem is everything I liked was constantly interrupted because a character would just cook and spend like several minutes making, explaining in intricate detail everything they were making. That had nothing to do with anything else in the episode, really. So when it's doing fun stuff like, oh, hey, they, and um, some of the characters, uh, Saber is up, uh, and um, Shiro, I think it was, um, are up against um, a Lancer and Archer in a volleyball game, and they're using their superpowers in it. And I'm like, that's hilarious! But then it's like, oh, nope, we can't have enough of that. We gotta stop and, you know, do food stuff. I When I picked the show, it was I did watch one episode before, and it was, I think, nine, the one about Caster. And, of course, I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. And that was, of course, like the one, the best episode, in my opinion. And I didn't realize that every episode was going to spend so much blasted time talking about cooking. And then there's also stuff when it's just characters eating. So it's the weirdest thing to say the best way to make this cooking show really good would be to take out every bit of cooking. But... That's the thing. I like I liked seeing the characters getting along in a more fun environment in this alternate continuity, but it just keeps getting interrupted and stuff. And maybe they this should have been like maybe like you know a like maybe just one sh like episode OVA with some of the stuff with the cooking stuff cut out. I think there are some fake spinoff stuff that are kind of more joking like this, but yeah. So I liked some stuff, but a lot of it was pretty boring and uh, i will say of the series that i have recommended us watch for the podcast uh, i think this is th oh this is definitely the weakest of them um so yeah so that's all of uh that okay so ready to move on uh i feel like there's one last something i wanted to uh say but no i got everything like i said I, I, there were some bits I liked. When you had funny stuff like, oh, Berserker goes out to get a Christmas tree. That's fun. That's funny. And yet it's just like, that only comes after we spend a b bunch of stuff with food and stuff. That's not so good. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm done now. Okay. So we move on to 17th place, third worst, with not-so-good shows. Now, this is the not-so-good shows tier. And there are four of them. And number 17 is Housing Complex C. So I, I really don't have anything to say about this. It just, it was four episodes of something. <laughs> and, and that's about, that's, that's it. I, I, I really don't have anything else to say about it it just was four episodes and uh a waste of time and yeah i don't remember any of the characters from it i don't remember what the point of the whole show was 
it it just was just a waste of time. So, yeah, housing complex C was not so good. Now, why isn't it in my lower tier? Well, it's because I don't actively hate this, so I just don't care about its existence at all. So, you know, while I hate those other two shows, this one is just like, okay, it, it existed and, um, you know, I move on and don't talk about it. Interesting, Housing Complex C is the only anime that did not make it into the top three once all year long. Even today's menu for the Emia family and Attack on Titan got on there once or twice. So, yeah, Housing Complex C, 17th place, third worst. Not so good show. Okay, so um, we're on 17. Okay, 17, it feels kind of sad putting this this low. And honestly, now that I think about it, maybe the problem isn't even technically that it was it was bad so much as it was disappointing. That's loop on the third part six at number 17. Um, uh, we liked the previous ones. Loop on the third part six was just not very good. I think there was maybe a few decent episodes, but most of the stuff was just nowhere near as good. There were all those really weird experimental episodes, as you called them. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you had done like one or two of those, that would have been fine, but they kept doing these sorts of um, thing. We had that episode that like at least a third of it was just him talking about birds. We had that episode that was mostly just Lupin and Jigen talking to this person in this bar. We had all sorts of, um, we had that one episode whose only purpose seemed to be was, hey, let's put Fujiko in a mermaid outfit. And granted, I know some people actually really would like that, but you can have more of a point to an episode than that. The, oh, the sort of continuing plot they did, which to be fair, in the last two Lupin series, they weren't, those weren't that great, but this was the weakest of them still. Um, and yeah, it was, <clears throat> when I towards the end, I was just kind of just thinking, let's just get this over with. I hope the next Lupin series will be better and more like the previous ones. And uh, so yeah, so that ended up being kind of low. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. 16th place, fourth worst, is Primal. Uh, Primal had one good episode. You know exactly which episode that was. Um, that one good episode can't make up for the rest of the show, which is just pretty boring. Uh, I found everything boring except for the one that had actually had dialogue. And I, I understand that was the point of the show was to make a show without any dialogue. Okay, I, I get that. But that doesn't mean I, I'm going to enjoy it if, if there's just no talking at all or almost no talking at all. So, yeah, primal. It it was, it it was interesting. It, it 
it was experimental, maybe, but it did not deserve to win any awards. And it lands here with my not so good shows in fourth to last place. I was trying to figure out what episode you were talking about, and then I realized, oh, wait, it was the one that, like, had nothing to do with the show and just had those <laughs> guys in the 19th century. And I was like, oh, yeah, because that had nothing to do with anything. I had forgotten about it. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Okay, 16 uh, for me. That's Attack on Titan. And it was interesting, because when I originally made my list, Attack on Titan was quite a bit higher. And then I just kind of looked at the list, and I was just thinking, okay, did I really like Attack on Titan more than this show that it's, that it's, um, that it's above? No. And just kept, like, th dropping it. I kept rethinking that over and over until it ended up down here. It was, like, I can't remember where it originally was. I think it was, like, halfway through the list. And I just started thinking, like, no, why is it this high? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it, it, <clears throat> it just the series has just gone in such a different direction than it originally was um, in. It was just like, okay, look, it's a series about them attacking Titans. Fine. That, that was, well, it wasn't great, but I did really like some parts of it. I especially really, really liked the second half of season three. That I think is legitimately some of the best anime I've seen. And it would be, if the whole show was like that, it would be one of my favorite series of all time. Might even be my favorite series of all time, but the rest of the series is not like that, and it especially hasn't been since the time um, skip, and it especially, especially hasn't been, you know, during this season. They really do, I mean, I I see arguments about Aaron in this, and I see some people saying, no, no, this, this is what Aaron really was like all along, and I'm like... Well, I mean, maybe if you want to say that even if that is the logical way for his character, I still don't like it. He just really, and he, to me, he just feels like he just kind of rebooted and became a different character during the time skip. Um, in terms of this episode, this part, I kind of remember some stuff, but it's just, I don't know. I, I feel like the series, there, some series can have a lot, can try for more moral ambiguity and stuff and things. And I don't think Attack on Titan is a series that's great at that. It was better when things were more clear um, earlier, and I don't think it's been able to do as well, and I don't know, I'm saying all this stuff, and I'm just kind of thinking, what do I really have to say about this? I just thought it was there. Um, it's not uh, It's not uh, great. There's a few decent bits I liked in it. Most of them, if I remember correctly, are involving Hanji, because Hanji makes almost everything in the series better whenever she's around. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't feel like I have too much else to say about um, it, even though I, I'm pretty... I know there are some people that seem to really... Actually, let me double-check. Where Where is this on... Um, my anime uh list let's see okay okay season three part two is the highest rank of attack on titans that's good that's as it should be um let's see oh wow uh this the final season um part two the the, the one we're talking yeah that's the that's ranked in 30th place overall and it's the second highest attack on titan um thing that wait hang on did i get something 
No, no, sorry, that was the final season, part one. Part two is 34. Okay, my mistake there. So, yeah, I guess some people are still really liking it, but maybe Attack on Titan at this point is just kind of self-perpetuating. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, uh, don't want, don't really have too much else to say, so yeah, there you go. Okay. Number 15. Assassination Classroom. Uh, another one of these not-so-good shows. Um, Assassination Classroom was really hard to watch down the stretch with all the crying and all the sob stories and all the re like all the ways that they they completely like retcon uh things about Kuro Sensei. Like at the beginning Kuro Sensei was a bad guy that they had to assassinate. Then all of a sudden it became oh Kuro Sensei's just the guy who got uh, you know, these experiments on him. He really couldn't help it. He really wasn't that bad. So it kind of just got retconned. And the only thing keeping this thing higher is that one scene where <laughs> everyone sings happy birthday to Kuro-sensei and that bad guy comes in clapping and saying, and many more. And that was so funny. And that is, the, that is like, if I want to think about assassination classroom, that scene is the only one I want to remember because much of this was super sappy. And the, the conclusion wasn't bad. I mean, you, you had, you had uh, Nagi Sub become a teacher and kind of become the next Kuro Sensei, which I thought that was a cool ending, but much of the other stuff was just too corny or uh, too sappy for my liking. Okay, um, so fifteen um for me. Man, I'm looking at my list and suddenly I'm wondering maybe I should move some of these around. Uh, as is perpetually my thought, but I guess I'll just do it. So, this one is going to be, um, this would be Ascendance of a Bookworm, which I think actually had, it had a decent start, and I guess maybe a, a, an ending that made it look like the next season might be more interesting, but I'm judging it by what I saw, and unfortunately, a whole lot of this series really just kind of spent, spent a bunch of time on... <clears throat> Like, stuff that ultimately didn't really seem to matter. Like, how much time do we spend with mine trying to come up with all these different ways to make books only for them not to work? It's, it, like I said, I remember saying, it's like, doc, uh, I, I made jokes about how, like, if Senku was here, we would have uh, been onto, like, you know, Cars by the middle of the first season. And I don't expect it to be Dr. Stone like that, but it really did feel like it wasted a bunch of time on things and then only got to some more interesting stuff at the very end. So it did leave me possibly interested in watching more to see if it improved, but I just felt a lot of it really just kind of bored 
me, unfortunately. And I'm kind of sad to put it this low, but, um, yeah, that's uh, what I got there. Okay. Number 14. This is the final one of the not-so-good shows. Lupin the Third, Part 6. And, uh... All those experimental episodes and hardly any actual Lupin episode. Like, it, it wasn't Lupin. Like, most of this season wasn't Lupin at all. And we we really missed out on a whole bunch of great, you know, ideas. Like, they, they had that one great idea whenever they all the people were dressed up as Lupin characters and they're trying to figure out which one was the real Lupin. That, that was, that was pretty good, but unfortunately there, there wasn't enough of, of that going on. And, uh, there were just so many of these weird episodes. So, and then, then they'd have these surprises that like, Oh, that's Lupin's mother, but no, it isn't. And they pulled the rug out from under your feet. So, yeah, part six was definitely the weakest Lupin I've seen yet. Um, if there's going to be a seven, they better uh, figure out a way to make it more like classic Lupin again. Hmm. Okay, so for me, uh, 14. Man, I wish I had put these in some sort of um, tiers now that I think about it. Like, so that, because I feel like some of these things have bigger gaps between some stuff. Um, like, the, the worst two were the bottom two for me. Well, obviously they were the worst two, but those were kind of in their own thing for me. But anyway, um, into this. We've got uh, 14. Shenmue the Animation. It was a passable show and uh i don't have too much else to say about it other than it, like it was very okay it was a very okay show it was and um unfortunately that was probably the best of the adult swim original animes um that they've ever aired um so yeah uh by the way i um well, maybe you're you were going to mention this um, when you got into it yourself. But did you? Um, I think you mentioned you had the game. Did you ever end up playing it? <laughs> uh, my game backlog is so long. You, you wouldn't believe how many games are in my backlog that I have. I have in my possession, and just. <laughs> haven't had the time to play so no i have not played that okay. yeah okay sorry yeah. um yeah i don't have too much else to say about that it, it was just it, it did not really stand out in much of any um way not a particularly good way not a particularly bad way it just was you know a, a half hour that was okay okay so that's it that's all. That's it. Okay, we're now on the average tier. There's five shows in this tier. Average, 
means average. Uh, <laughs> there's not, not much other way to put it. So, Just to ask, when you say average, do you mean average as in an actual 5 out of 10 or average as in a 7 out of 10 like you usually see in review scores? Yeah, yeah, more of the latter. <laughs> yeah. Um, 13th place, bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-bo. I think I got the number of bows there right. Um, I think you did. Uh, yeah, I I like what I, I there's there's stuff to like about this. So definitely some funny things about it, but it, it wasn't for me. You know, it, it just it, this wasn't my type of thing. Uh, I. I, there were definitely funny moments, but there were definitely other times I was just kind of bored. So, I, I, I don't, I don't think it was bad. I that's why I have it here in the average. <laughs> but I just never was able to get into it, you know. So that's that's why it ends up there. Yeah, it's definitely not a show for everyone, and I say that as mm -hmm. someone who really likes it. Um, okay, so then we've got for 13. Um, so this is, the thing about this I always have to think about is uh, how some, there's several series here that had like a really weak start, and then the rest... And then I liked later stuff, and I have to somehow, like, weigh that in. I, I mean, I try to give more priority to the later, better episodes, but I still have to remember the weaker stuff. And that brings Primal into 13th place, because I actually was pretty fond of the um, second uh, season. I, um... Like, there were a few bits that were a little more boring. There were some issues I had with the ending, but for the most part, I was really surprised how much invested I was into it. And if we were just doing the second season, this would have been several slots higher. But we have to... But, but the first season also aired this year, and the first season was, to me, <coughs> until the very final episode, really, really boring. Um, I liked the final episode because it set up a plot and season two continued that plot and having an actual plot to the story was a big improvement. Adding Mira gave us another character that helped mix up the dynamic and improved um, things. Um, but I, I cannot overlook, but as while I did really like the second part, that first season definitely drags it down a bit. So this ultimately just ends up um, in 13th place. It would have been bumped up a, a few slots if not for that. Mm. Um, yep, uh, that's it. Okay. Um, okay. So well, on we're, to number 12. Yes. 12, right? 12. 12? Well, 12 is One Piece. Um, again, just an average show. You can take it or leave it. You know, sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's annoying. You know, sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes it's boring. Uh, just average. It's 
that's pretty much all I can say about it. There's really, uh, I mean, the padding really hurts, you know, mm-hmm. and the padding might be the reason why uh, this show is just, you know, not the greatest. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have much to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I, I can't really think of much, but uh, yeah, One Piece 12th place average. Uh, I mean, Weirdly, it might be easier to talk a bunch about a shorter series than one that was that we watched like 82 episodes of because, well, actually, it's the One Piece anime with this padding. So it's really more like, you know, half that or maybe mm-hmm. even a third that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. OK, so we move on to 12. Uh, <clears throat> that for me would be uh, Rent a Girlfriend. Uh, it had some fun stuff in it, some of the jokes were decent um but i don't know i kind of feel like in terms of harem stuff i've i there's series i've seen that were um better but um yeah i i i i got i got some investment into it um but uh i don't know if i i just don't feel like i have too much special to say um about it um really (laughs) It was um it was it was a kind of amusing um uh comedy romantic comedy series so uh and uh, you know got some enjoyment out of it but wasn't really too much special to me I guess. Mm-hmm. That's uh twelve. Okay, we're flying by these here. Um. Okay, um, I am going with number 11, which is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean. And uh, this might have ended up higher if all the episodes had been like the first uh, eight or so episodes. But it definitely went way down in quality uh, as as it's gone along and now I'm, I'm kind of not even liking it at all but since I did like it at first I have to put it in the average category because it had such a good start but these I mean the stand battles they they all blend they all blur into each other I, I watch these stand battles and I'm like okay we got another one. Okay, here's another one. And and they all seem to be the same to me. So if they could come up with something more interesting, like that thing where they had a bomb attached to them and they had to stay within 30 feet of that guy and they had to figure out how to do that, now that was interesting. But just random stand battles, nah, it doesn't catch my interest so yeah stone ocean number 11 average that's where it's at okay 11 for me um this one is another case where like primal i have to really count its lackluster beginning against it even if it did get more interesting as it went on and that's made in abyss which took forever to start 
and uh, uh, well, it took quite a while to start starting, really. Um, but once we got towards the end of the first season and we got the movie, the, uh, it, it got more interesting. And season two, I have not liked it quite as much as um, the movie, but it's still um, been decent. So once again, it's um, a case of, well, if not for season one, this would have been a few slots higher. But it was, um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm enjoying it right now, Will. We'll see if the season ends well or not, because that's going to be a lot. I can only guess, but based on what I've got so far, yeah, it's it's improved a lot, but again, it gets weighed down by the beginning, so we got Mating Abyss at 11. Okay, um, number 10 for me is Maiden Abyss, average. Um, Maiden Abyss, it... it it took a long, long time for us to finally get into the abyss. Once we did, we had a little uh, thing with Nanachi and that person she was with, and that sad story, which was sad, and I didn't really like it that much. But after seeing the movie and then seeing the second season, I've started to like this show a little more. So it, it had a bad start, but I think it's on the right track. So, yeah, Made in Abyss, 10th place, average. Okay. 10th place for me is One Piece. It's, um, like, the story is... Well, uh, honestly, most of the um, the first arc we we saw, I've seen even a bunch of people say they didn't really like in the manga and uh, the anime. But with all this padding, made things worse. the The padding is what drops it, and uh, although I think it's at least somewhat alleviated by the fact for a lot of it, we were watching two episodes per week, which helped alleviate it. This, if we were watching one episode per week, now that I think about it, this, might have dropped down, but. Yeah, I mean, there's some decent stuff in the story. There's some stuff that's okay, but all the padding really puts it in here. And yeah, now the more I think about it, the, the, I'm pretty sure that if they were airing, they had been airing one episode per week, this would have been lower, and it was saved by the fact that they helped disguise the padding by having two episodes. Mm -hmm. Still, like I said, it's a it's an okay, it's a decent story that is hurt by the filler, unfortunately. And uh, so it ends up here. Okay. Uh, my final average anime comes here in ninth place, and that would be Senmue. And uh, Senmue... Definitely had some interesting characters, some interesting moments. But it didn't really catch my interest until near the very end of it. So uh, I would like to play the video game and find out, like, it, you know... Does the game make it more interesting? Would the game make it uh, 
or appealing to me. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think it was average. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad either. So, Senmu, ninth place, the final average anime. Okay. <clears throat> so, ninth place for me. Yet another victim of not having a great start. That's Birdie Wing. Because the middle of this series anime was pretty darn good. And in the last few episodes, while a step down, were not were, were pretty decent. But the first few episodes, I had to remember, like, I was not interested at all in when I was... When this premiered, I kind of dropped it after. I, I think I watched three episodes, and then it was like, yeah, this... This is not interesting to me. I, of course, stopped right before the episode that did a lot to, that would have made me interested. Because mm -hmm. the fourth episode is where all the insanity that made the series fun began. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, unfortunately, the series is great when it's just going insane. It, But at the beginning when it wasn't, and later on it, uh, when it kind of decreased that, it wasn't as interesting. Now, again, I want to say the last few episodes, they're still decent. It, uh, it was, but they're not as good as it was in the middle, and they're, and the beginning was especially weak um, to me. I feel Birdie Wing, if it had, right from the start, leaned into in the insanity like Blue Lock did right away, I think this would have been higher. Um, yeah, there, I've got that. Okay. Number eight, above average, is Yasuhime. So, Yasuhime has had an interesting second season. We, we got to have the big reunitement with their, uh, with their parents and everything, and that, all that was very good, uh, but near the end, near the, the last few episodes haven't been too interesting because it just feels like they're uh, checking off quests out of a video game. But I enjoy Yasuhime. I love the characters. I love all the characters, uh, except maybe the villains. But, um, yeah, I, I really do enjoy um there's so a lot but it does have a lot of weaknesses so that's why i've got it ranked eighth as an above average show not great but still better than the ones below it all right for me well I'm glad you said all that because I'm glad you went first because that because number eight for me is Yashihime and you kind of said most of the stuff I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, the, I guess the one thing I wanted to add is that this season has been a marked improvement over the first season, um, mm -hmm. like so much better. Um, and yeah, other than that, you kind of said every. Um, thing we 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 had, I mean, better stories. We got to see more of the old um, cast. Uh, a lot will for 
a lot will depend ultimately on how it concludes itself. We've still got some episodes left that could um, bring it up. It could bring it down. But on what we've seen so far, yeah, Yashihime at eight. Okay. Number seven, above average, Ascendance of a Bookworm. So, uh, this show has a lot of problems, but I found it very interesting the whole time, and I was, I, I liked most of the episodes. Um, it, yeah, it, it had, it had its problems, I, like you said, just going a little too slow, but I, I thought it had some pretty interesting plot twists, and I thought it got interesting even near the end of the season, making it interesting about what may happen in a second season, so... Yeah, it's above average. Okay. Yeah. For the record, I didn't put stuff my stuff in tiers, but I did just want to mention in terms of that, like if I had to give like some random tiers on the spot, I'd say my bottom four are like the ones where I would say, well, unless it's on Toonami, I wouldn't be interested in watching another season of it was done by the same people. So Ascendance of a Bookworm did pass that. It's not a series I would mind seeing more of. Uh, mm -hmm. But I did find uh, at least the first um, season a bit. Well, I already said my thing. And I don't want it to bring you down after you just said that. Um, I just wanted to clarify my thoughts on that. Sorry, did you have anything else to say about that or should I move on? No, it's, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, we're on number seven, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Assassination Classroom. Um, this is a weird one because... This was earlier in the year, and I was suddenly having more trouble remembering my general thoughts on um, it. So, But I seem to remember that I did, for the most part, enjoy it. Um, I don't remember offhand there being anything I particularly had issues uh, with. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'm totally misremembering, but I... I this, um, but I, I def there was definitely stuff I liked, and I remember it mostly being entertaining for me. And um, having a decent ending, and so yeah, it, it goes here. Okay, that's what you got. Yeah, that's all I've got. Sorry, didn't have too much to say about it. <laughs> okay, so we we moved up a tier now. We are on the excellent tier. These are shows that I obviously liked a lot, and unfortunately come up a little short of the top tier, but they're still very, very good shows. Eight or nine out of ten is what they probably get. And number six is Licorice Recoil. So, um, Shisato was definitely probably the character of the year, I would have to say of 2022 and uh she she really made this so great from the beginning whenever all she wanted was just to go in a supercar 
and they wouldn't let her. I mean, she, give the girl a supercar, you know? And uh, all the way to the end, it was fascinating. I mean, from the beginning episodes had some great twists that made them uh, really exciting and interesting. And it had a good ending. It had a good villain, too. It had a good villain. And, um, yeah, I, I liked a lot about this show. And, unfortunately, there's a bunch of other stuff that beat it out. But it still was an excellent show. Definitely a tier above everything below it. So, yep, good season from Licorice Recoil. Well, <clears throat> I didn't make uh, tears. I, oh, man, in retrospect, I should have. Uh, you even mentioned it to me, but I didn't think to do it. I would say that, yes, at no, starting at number six, there's definitely a, a, a more of a gap between those shows and the bottom ones. And uh, just for the record, number six, Licorice Recoil. Uh, me too. Uh, yeah, it was a fun show. It was... Um, Definitely, especially considering it came out in a season of anime that was generally seen as kind of a weak one, especially for the newer, um, uh, for the new shows. I, I think it had some like returning ones that it had, yeah, maybe an abyss um returned, uh, for that season. Um, yeah, it was fun. It um was enjoyable. There's a few things I could um critique. It does. It, it is a little weird that the op very opening of the series set it up as if like you know. Their organization is like kind of all secret and shadowy and morally ambiguous, and then for the rest of it, it's like no, they're 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 pretty decent, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it was just a fun series. I want. I wonder if we'll get a second. I, I, I can season. Um, because I mean, it was pretty popular. Um, so uh, which I'm a little uns. I I wonder about because on one hand, I'd like more. On the other hand, it seemed like it had a pretty solid ending on the, for the most part. So, um, yeah, it's a question of do you want more and risk it getting worse or uh, question. But they don't ask me. They'll make it if they'll make it, and then we'll uh, see if it keeps up the quality or not. Um, but, yeah, Licorice Recoil. It was a fun series. Um, yeah, don't have too much else to really... Uh, say about it. It just was a fun series. Okay. Number five. Rent a Girlfriend. So, um, I really enjoyed Rent a Girlfriend. I, I liked the humor. I thought I, I really enjoyed the things that made it funny along the way and then whenever more characters got added on to make things even spicier I I thought they were good additions so yeah I, I liked Rent a Girlfriend a lot um, I'm interested in seeing season 2 even if it's just me watching it on my own but, um, yeah, Run a Girlfriend was in the excellent category, one of my favorite shows this year. And 
Uh, I guess I'll have to find out if it gets better or worse because uh, apparently it might not keep up with the quality of the first season as it goes along. We'll, we'll find out. I'll find out, though. I, I've heard... It's, I've heard mixed things about the second season. I've heard pretty much everyone say that at least a manga at a certain point gets pretty bad. But that point is after the second season's end, I think. So mm -hmm. I, I don't... I, I'm just going by what what people say. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, you, you just said all that. For number five, this is an... This, Again, for all these series, I try to gauge them based on just what we watched. So that drops this down because Boba Bobo Boba Bo would be my number one pick if I evaluated based on the entire series because this is my favorite TV series. Like, or, um, so obviously. But we rewatched it. And starting from the beginning, in retrospect, maybe not the best choice because I was reminded of how weak it is at first, mm -hmm. how long it takes um, for, and it took longer than I, I thought for it to start getting good. I, I thought it was like maybe around episode eight or nine, but no, it wasn't really until episode like I think 15 or 16 when they started the Captain Battleship arc that it really started to shine for me. And even then it took a little longer, which is why we kind of jumped forward a bit to try to um, see if that might interest you um more uh but i'm we i still saw i think some deep some good stuff later on but the weakness of the beginning stuff uh for me drops it down here and i by evaluating it by what we watched for the podcast mm -hmm. okay Number four, the final one of the excellent tier is Kaguya-sama. So this show was more classic Kaguya, finished off with an excellent finish to the season. Uh, I mean, it was a really good finish to it, and... It makes me <laughs> uh, think, what's next? Well, from what I hear, what's next is pretty good, too. So I'm interested in continuing this, this series beyond uh, what we've seen. Kaguya-sama just has great characters, although I prefer when we it, it sticks to just the four main characters because some of these minor characters I don't really care for all that much. But overall, any time you've got Kaguya versus uh, Shirogane, um, that's that's always a, a great battle between the two of them. And Chica makes everything happier <laughs> so yeah kaguya sama definitely an excellent show comes up a little short of my final tier but 
still pretty high. So, yep, Kaguya-sama, number four. All right, for me, number four would uh, be... I'm suddenly pondering whether this should be switched with number three. These top four are, are all very close to e each other, but fine, I'll, I'll go for it. Number four, Spy Family. It's fun. It's funny. Anya's um, cute, even if, unfortunately, um, the second season did have a habit of her in the um, dub being hard to understand at some points. Uh, the characters are likable. The comedy is good. The Even the action is decent, and it's just a fun series it's uh i feel like spy family is did you, you did you ever see the movie paddington 2 no okay i never saw the first one but i did watch the second and it's like i think for a long time it had a perfect hundred percent on rotten tomatoes i think it's dropped um since and it was a movie and i liked it and i didn't think it was like the most amazing thing but I feel like Spy Family is kind of in the Paddington 2 in that I'm like, okay, I can see a bunch of people, you know, not thinking it's the best thing ever. I have trouble seeing people who would actively dislike it. And um, my, I, for me, I go definitely above the merely liking. It's a fun show. It's good. The jokes are uh, fun. We've discussed it. There's not too much else for me to really say. The one, the biggest criticism I would have I have, and this is something that is fi that will be fixed in season two, because uh, I know what happens in season two, which has been announced and is I think scheduled for 2023, um, would be the fact Yore usually kind of gets the shaft. But I know there's an arc mm -hmm. coming up that actually that focuses heavily on her in season mm -hmm. two, so that's something to note. So yeah, um, Spy Family, fun show. Okay, number three for me is Spy Family. Um, uh, yeah, my favorite character is yours, so I enjoy everything with her and even with her brother. Uh, Lloyd, you know, I, I enjoy things with him. I enjoy things with Anya. Uh, it's got great characters. Um, some of the school stuff I find a little boring. But for the most part, especially with this last week with Nightfall becoming a love rival. I mean, that that was a great touch. And um, I, I thought that was a, a pretty good twist. Um, I have nothing bad to say about this. By the way, this is part of my top tier, the best, <laughs> the best. So Spy Family is one of the three best shows of the year. And, well, um, I just look forward to watching more of it because uh, it's been great. So, yeah. Okay, so number three. So for a long time, I was pretty. You, you'll you you can keep track of what I've got, and you'll I for a long time I was sure. Okay, number one and number two. I mean, it's obvious. It's got to be uh, Kaguya-sama and uh, Fate Stay Night. Uh, what order I wasn't necessarily sure about, but I knew it was going to be those two. And I kept thinking. I mean, the only thing that could possibly top them 
is if JoJo comes along, uh, if we decide to start watching JoJo and that comes in. And did it manage to, at the last minute, pop in and, um, and get into the top two? Did it? Yes. Is what I would have said a week ago, but the last episode wasn't that great, so that dropped it down a little. Okay. So JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, is number three. And, um, yeah, I mean, I like JoJo. It's a fun show. This is a fun show. It's, uh, and it's JoJo. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's not like as good as like some of the series. I think I probably, it is not as good as part two or three. Um, I'm, I think I'd probably put it about on par with part five, maybe a little above it. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been fun. Um, and, uh, I mean, like, it's JoJo. That's kind of all I feel like I have to say. Okay. All right. Uh, you can go on. Okay. So we're ready for number two. Number two, of course, reveals number one. So, number two... The best new anime of 2022 is Birdie Wing. And uh, Birdie Wing challenged Fate Stay Night for the top spot, but ultimately comes up just a little short. Um, I love the, the way they their take on golf and the craziness uh, <laughs> that, that comes in the show. Um, I, I like the relationship between Al and Eve. I, I probably can't even pronounce her name right. I can pronounce Eve, but I can't pronounce Owie's name right. Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, uh, I really... I, I thought this was a great sports anime, and my only... Uh, disappointment was that it ended um, so soon and fortunately there's going to be a second season I would have loved to have heard it with a dub I don't know why it didn't get a dub um, it's definitely one of the more popular shows of the year so um, that's disappointing but yeah Birdie Wing was very interesting the whole way through and it's my opinion the best new show of 2022 and it comes in second place of my list okay so we're on the top two for me and last year the top two came down to uh fate zero and kaguya-sama and this year, it comes to another Fate series, and Kaguya-sama. And this was a tricky one for me to decide. Um, I and it, it's interesting. It's a question. Okay, will will Fate take it again, or will Kaguya um, uh, beat it out this time? And I had some difficulty deciding until I realized there was actually a pretty efficient tiebreaker, and that's the fact that Kaguya-sama Love Is War does not have Brave Shine as its theme song. So <laughs> it ends up in second um, place. 
it's a fun e-series. The characters are likable. I like the fact that, granted, we are in the third season, but we are making actual progress in the relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, for so many series, you just don't see. And yet we're seeing it here. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. It's, uh, I don't think the movie, I, I don't think it's been dubbed or anything yet. I assume it'll be put on Crunchyroll eventually. So we can see it, um, there. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, just, there's not too much I really can say about it that I couldn't also say about previous seasons, but yes, it's a fun show. It's a funny show. The characters are likable it's uh all that kind of um stuff we had a really funny rapping episode um yeah that's uh kaguya-sama love is war and uh i kind of gave away my top pick which uh is i think the first time we've had the same top pick uh but you it's your you get to go first yeah uh i guess there really wasn't much of a battle this year for the first place spot because Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works was by far the best show of the year. And it takes the number one spot, the top of the best tier. And uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really know what else to say about it more than just that um, pretty much everything about it was excellent. Uh, as you said, the music was really good. Uh, the characters were awesome. The plot was great. It was exciting. There were nice twists. There were uh, there was good battles. Um, and even the end, which I originally didn't like the end, but then that was because I got confused and uh, didn't really understand the ending right. So even the ending turns out uh, all right. So, yeah, th- this show wins in every category possible. I I tried to find a way to put Birdie Wing in first place, but I just couldn't do it. So... Fate Stay Night Unlimited Playworks wins number one, and um, it wasn't really much of a contest this year. <sighs> so, I guess uh, since I got the same one, um, uh, I guess I can say some things. Yeah, a very good series. Um, there are like. Uh, I've mentioned my affinity for the theme song Brave Shine. It's not just that Brave Shine is a good song. It's that it's got really... The visuals accompanying it are really great. There's a bunch of animes that have good opening theme songs, but, you know, it's not the greatest when you see it necessarily. Um, Although I am still a little disappointed we never got to see some of the stuff in the theme song. We never saw Lancer fight Caster, for example. Mm -hmm. Um... It's not like a perfect 10 out of 10 for me. There's a few, I think a few of the later parts aren't quite as good. The the Shiro versus Archer fight definitely goes on for too long and is a bit too talky. Uh, but that's really the only 
Criti real legitimate criticisms I can make towards it. Like, I could say other things like, okay, it's a good series, but it's probably better if you either watch Fate Zero or the original anime first so you have some better context. Or I could say, well, the problem is if you go from Fate Zero to this, you don't feel like you get that much resolution on Saber, who got such a major prominence, because this isn't her route. It's an adaptation of the Reen route from the game, because the game had three different routes, one for Saber, one for Reen, one for Sakura, and you have separate adaptations. But none of that is an actual problem with the series. That's just the stuff around the series, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, uh, like, I can't say, you know, something's not great because, well, you should watch this other thing before... Yet, especially when Fate Zero was great anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, this was a good series. It helped make me into a real Fate uh, fan, although a lot of the spin-off stuff uh, seems a bit more varying in quality. It's also interesting that the second place uh, that is almost a little bit of a full circle in that I said that today's menu for the Emya family was the worst series that I had recommended for the podcast. Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works is the best series you've recommended. So, um, that's, yeah, it's a great series, and uh, we both ended up with the first one. I was wondering if that was going to happen, and it did. Yep. Okay. It did happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... How are the averages? Yeah, I've been keeping track of that. If you've been hearing a bunch of typing, that's been me trying to um, put that in. So here's our ranking if you combine the two of ours. Um, we have tied for last place, Housing Complex C and today's menu for the Emia family, then Attack on Titan, then Lupin, the third part six, then Primal, then Shenmue, then Assassination Classroom, um, then Ascendance of a Bookworm. I think those two are the series that we were, um, though, those series and Bobo were the ones that we were the most split on. Um, mm. Yeah, after Ascendance of a Bookworm, yeah, those was tied with Assassination Classroom and One Piece. One Piece also tied with those. And it's not sorry, one sec. Sorry, had to take a drink of water there. Then we had Manian Abyss, then Bobo 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 Bo, then Rent a Girlfriend, then Yashihime, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, that was another uh, bit of a split one, but uh, nothing was like super split, I don't think. Uh, then Licorice Recoil, Birdie Wing, Spy Family, Kaguya, and I mean, the first one is, of course, Fate. It's, it's the series that we both put for first place. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's our uh, list for the um, week. I, I'm sorry, for the year. Why did I say week? My brain is fried. Um, did you, what was the one you predicted that I would put in last place? I didn't have a specific prediction for last place, but I thought that your bottom two were going to be not necessarily the same order, but I thought your bottom two were going to be the same ones as my bottom two. I I was thinking uh -huh. it would I was figured it would be either Emia Family or Housing Complex C, and then you surprised me with Attack on Titan, mm -hmm. which in retrospect probably was kind of more obvious. But, um, mm -hmm. so 
yeah, that's uh, all of our series. Uh, hopefully that was interesting to listen to. And, um, yeah, don't really have too much else to say, I don't think. Do you? No, not really. Okay, still no tsunami this week, so we'll go around and uh, for next week we'll just be watching our regular non-tsunami stuff, though we'll be throwing in an extra episode of Spy Family to... Um, there, because uh, no tsunami might as well add in something extra, and then we'll have tsunami the week afterwards, and mm -hmm. then we'll get back to some of those uh, series like Yashihime and Made in Abyss, and in maybe a month and a half, we'll see. Okay, did our opinions of them increase or decrease based on the final stretch of episodes? Mm -hmm. And yeah, so hopefully you all lis enjoyed listening to this uh, which i think i already said because my brain's becoming a bit fried mm -hmm. and then we'll see you next time see you next year and for the final time bye -nee.